Well, good morning, everybody. Pastor Steve here. So excited you've joined me for today's devotion in our Bible reading plan at First Baptist, as well as in our D groups. We are in Acts chapter 23 today, Acts chapter 23. So open your Bible there and hopefully you've always, as, as we say every time, already read the chapter, written in your journal, uh, you know, what verse or verses or word or idea, theme spoke to you? What did it teach you about God, about life, about humanity? And uh, what did it mean in its context? What does it mean to you? And how are you going to respond? Because applying God's word, knowing how we're going to respond to what he says, is just as important as learning his word. So I hope you're doing that every day when you read these chapters. What I wrote at the top of my journal for chapter 23 is religious people can be mean, very mean. Now, the truth is anybody can be mean. People of all types, all persuasions, all backgrounds, religious, non-religious, people can be mean and often are. But in this chapter, we're reminded that religious people, can be mean. Sometimes we think because you're a person of faith, you should never be mean. Well, unfortunately, religious people quite often are very mean. And uh, over the years, I've joked sometimes, and it is a joke, but there's an element of truth to it, that the absolute best people on the planet, the nicest, sweetest, most loving, forgiving, kind, best people on the planet are in the church. But it's also true that some of the meanest people in the world uh, some of the most negative, grouchy people in the world are in the church. And this is a this chapter just demonstrates that religious people can be mean. Now, remember, they had previously in chapter 22 and chapter 21 beaten the apostle Paul within an inch of his life, and he had to be rescued by Roman soldiers. Now, uh, he's brought before the Jewish council, the Jewish court, uh, uh, so they can level their accusations against him, his own trial, so to speak, if you will. And you'll notice that in verse 2, uh, the high priest Ananias commanded those standing beside him, beside Paul, to strike him on the mouth. So they, they punched the apostle Paul right in the face. Um, down in verses 7, 8, 9, 10, the council is out of control. They're arguing with one another, shouting and screaming at one another. They are out of control. And then in verses 12 and 13 and so on, there's this group of 40 men who, who, who make a religious oath before God and with one another. They will fast. They will not eat. They will not drink until they have killed the apostle Paul. And then they go to the Jewish religious leaders who sanction their plan, who they, they tell them, here's what we want to do. And they say, great. We, and, and those religious leaders conspired with this group of 40 men to have the apostle Paul brought back to the council so this group of men could attack and kill him while he was being transported from the from the, the jail, if you will, to where the council was meeting. And, and so this chapter is just heartbreaking how, how vile and mean uh, religious people can be. Um, and, and, and it's over beliefs. Remember, 
part of the division in the Jewish council, and Paul played into this, was uh, the Pharisees believed, as you and I do, in a resurrection of the dead and angels and so on. The Sadducees, another sect within Judaism, did not believe in angels and did not believe in the resurrection. The Pharisees, the Pharisees were right in their beliefs, but they were mean as snakes. I mean, this is the group that in the Gospels, Jesus called a brood of vipers. It doesn't mean all of them were like that. They weren't. There were some very good Pharisees. But uh, as a whole, as a group, they had the right beliefs, but man, they were mean. Um, what is my reputation? What is your reputation? Um, how do we react when things happen? Um, uh, being mean? I mean, come on, you read in the New Testament about the behavior we as disciples of Jesus are supposed to exhibit and uh, meekness and, and uh, gentleness and kindness. That's the fruit of the Spirit. Meanness, that's the flesh. And historically in churches, we, we, we justify. We say, well, that's just how old Joe is. Everybody knows how he is. You know, churches years ago, they used to have a business meeting every month, and they always had that two or three cantankerous members. Ah, that's just Joe. That's just Sue. That's how they are. It's wrong. It's wrong when religious people tend to be mean. It's just wrong. Now, the great thing about God is that through all of this nonsense, God was still at work because he used all of this to, to set the stage, the table, if you will, for the Apostle Paul to share the gospel with, to be a witness to political leaders at different levels all the way from Jerusalem to Rome, the capital of the Roman Empire. And in fact, in verse 11, when, Jesus, when, when uh, Paul is in jail overnight, if you will, um, the Lord, in verse 11, the Lord, that's Jesus, stood at his side and said, take courage. Jesus talking to Paul that night. Take courage, for you have solemnly witnessed to my cause at Jerusalem. You, here in front of the council and these Roman leaders, you have been bold in talking about me, about Jesus being a witness. And so you must witness at Rome also. Jesus said, Jesus in one way is saying, Paul, they're not going to kill you. I'm going to keep you alive because I've got a job for you. You're going to make it all the way to Rome. And all along the way, you're going to be a witness for me to government officials. See, God, God works through all of our silliness. God, God can work in spite of us. He's God. And I'm thankful for that. But brothers and sisters, let's not just wink at people in church who are jerks. Ah, that's old Joe. No. No, it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. And God never approves of it. And neither should we. Neither should we. That's the word for today. I'll see you tomorrow as we look at uh, chapter 24.